Hey, you're listening to Guat Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission? You got it. Say it with me. Advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 15, Episode 329, Title: Empowering Encouragement Now. Number 44, Whistling in the Graveyard. Subtitle, It's Good to Be the Remnant. Proverbs 1.33 says, But whoever listens to me will live securely and be undisturbed by the dread of danger. When I was a kid, we would go to the drive-in movie theater. Looking back, it was a surreal way to engage in a motion picture. You would drive your car to the entrance, pay a fee, that I think eventually became based on the carload of people because so many people tried to hide uh, some of the attendees in the trunk of the car, down in the floorboard of the car, so they eventually just went to a carload price. But then anyway, you would drive down the traffic lanes that ran parallel between the elevated mounds that had a series of metal posts which held two car speakers, one for each side of the post. You would pull your car parallel to the speaker post and up the sloped mound so that everyone in the car could see the outdoor movie screen through the front windshield. Next, you would take the clunky metal weatherproof speaker. I remember it was always a dull gray metal that looked like pewter and hang it on your car window so you could hear the movie. I remember the promo for a coming movie flick very well. It was obnoxious. The narrator described the terror to come was going to be so bad that you would need to just keep repeating to yourself as you watch the show, it's only a movie, it's only a movie, it's only a movie. My friend, I feel like I've waked up in that horror movie commercial, and I would like to repeat to myself over and over, this is only a movie, this is only a movie, this is only a movie. But this is not only a movie. What is happening before us today is reality, and it is stunning, appalling, and shocking. I just recently connected with a lifelong friend whom I have not spoken to since my early college days. He was one of my friends I asked to be in my wedding. That's how close we are. It's been probably at least 40 years since I had the opportunity to talk to him. The cool thing with childhood friends is that you just pick up where you left off. On the phone, I asked him, looking back, could you ever imagine as teenagers that we would wake up in our 60s to this? Yet here we are. And let me encourage you, though, as a contrary or counterintuitive as it may seem, God's love is manifested in overt and supernatural ways, even amid his acts of judgment. Like the lone star that is seen as it sparkles through the rifts of the thunderclouds or the desert oasis which blooms in the wilderness of sand, so sunny and so bright is the love of God amid wrath. I'm sharing these thoughts with you because I feel strongly in my soul that we're headed for harder times. And if we're to navigate these tumultuous times with our minds intact, our faith intact, we must be bolstering our faith now. When the Israelites provoked Almighty God by their continued idolatry, He punished them by withholding both dew and rain so that their land was visited by a stinging famine. But while He did this, He took care that his own chosen ones should be secure. My friend, did you hear that? God took care that his own chosen ones should be secure. Looking back to the Old Testament, we see the witness of the security of God's chosen ones amid calamity in the life of people like Elijah and the prophets of God. 
that if all of their brooks are dry, yet there shall be one reserved for Elijah. And when that fails, God shall still preserve for him a place of nourishment, my friend, providing food and water. And the good news is the Lord didn't have simply just one Elijah. But in 1 Kings chapter 18, he had a remnant of 100 prophets, according to the election of his grace, who were hidden in two caves. And though the whole land was subject to famine, yet these two groups of 50 in the caves were fed. And to top it off, they were fed from King Ahab's table by his faithful, God-fearing steward, Obadiah. We can learn from this, that come what may, God's people are safe. If you want to know more about the concept of the remnant, click on the link in the show notes. Let convulsions shake the solid earth, which are happening in biblical proportions today, just as Jesus said the quakings would be in the last days. Let the skies themselves be torn apart. Yet amid the wreck of worlds, the believers shall be as secure in the calmest hour of rest. My friend, this is an absolute biblical fact. You can count on it. You can take it to the bank. Amid the wreck of worlds, the believers shall be as secure as in the calmest hour of rest. My friend, you and I are watching the wreck of worlds. I'm not being an alarmist or a doomsayer, but my friend, we must face the world as it presently is honestly. Everyone of intelligence and concern is presently, constantly, talking about the turmoil and catastrophic failures of the world's systems. France is a perfect example of the breakdown that is spreading across the globe. Look at many population centers in the U.S. Catastrophic infrastructure failures at every turn. A wreck of worlds. Crime is on the upswing in the area where I live, which historically has been mild. Just a few days before the recording of this podcast, a woman was shot to death in a road rage event in Hearst, Texas, which is in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex. I had major ministry activities in Hearst, Texas before moving here to Tennessee. One driver in the rage event fired multiple shots into the opposing car on the freeway, one which hit the passenger, the driver's wife, hit her in the head and killed her instantly. Crazier and more out of control than the Wild West ever thought about being. The terror and judgment that God is bringing to our nation is happening both in supernatural, biblical ways like massive drought, flooding, earthquakes, and in such ways as our nation being turned over to the wicked desires of people's hearts. In 2021, there were 26,000 murders alone. This is a public manifestation of the divine judgment of God on our nation. But my friend, mark this down. If God cannot save his people under heaven, He will save them in heaven. If the world becomes too hot to hold them, then heaven shall be the place of their reception and their safety. You and I can be confident and not shaken when we hear of wars and rumors of wars. Isn't this where we live? A massive onslaught of wars and rumors of wars? Let no agitation distress you, but be quiet from fear of evil. Let no agitation distress you, but be quiet from fear of evil. We must exercise our God-given will now and train our hearts now and train our minds now to listen to God and we will live securely and be undisturbed by the dread of danger. Don't fall for the mind games that Satan hurls at us like flaming arrows. At times, the barrage can be great. 
but God's love will rescue us out of every fiery trial. Whatever comes upon the earth, you and I, if we cast our ballot and trust in the all-protective wings of God's love, we shall be secure. My friend, we need to camp out upon His promise and promises and rest in His faithfulness and stand with a rock-hard defiance to the blackest of futures, for there is nothing in it dreadful for us. Amid the terrible storms of this life, our sole concern should be to openly demonstrate to the world the sacredness, the purity, the freedom from real danger that comes from listening and responding to the voice of wisdom, the voice of God. God is speaking and broadcasting His mind and His way through His holy word, the Bible, devoted prayer, and other means of His choosing to communicate His personal divine revelation to us. We can count on God to get us through this time of danger unscathed. Remember, friend, if we know Jesus as our Savior, we are not the ones in trouble. Wow, we have to let this major, major thought sink into our hearts, our minds, and our souls. This needs to sink into the very core of who we are. That, my friend, if we know Jesus as our Savior, we are not the ones in trouble. As God takes care of His business, He doesn't take a scattered approach to correcting mayhem like it was in our elementary school days, where the teacher would just punish the entire class for the devious actions of the few that would go on subversively. You see, God is watching, He sees, and He knows exactly who the wicked culprits are causing all the havoc, and He's coming for them. And He's coming for them with holy vengeance if they don't repent. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.